Welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. For over two years now, Nigeria's land borders with neighboring Benin, Cameroon, Chad and Niger have been closed. While people are allowed to pass through, the movement of goods is restricted. The objective, Nigerian officials say, is to stem the smuggling of goods, particularly rice. In the last episode of Nigeria Daily, we spoke with a rice seller who said he still had access to imported rice. And when asked how, he said they were being smuggled in, despite the closure of the borders. What is really happening at these borders? Our colleague Ayuba Ilya, a broadcast journalist with Trust TV, who travelled to the Seme border, joins us in the studio to tell us what exactly is happening there. Once you get to the border, Mm. if you want to cross over to the other side, you have people around the border who are called camp boys. They are not security operatives? They are not security operatives. Okay. And this border that we're talking about, which is the Seme border, are they security operatives manned at the border? Yes, Or this is one of the illegal routes we're talking about? No, no, there are. There are security forces. But again, there are some civilians who are there. Okay, the camp boys. The camp boys, quote-unquote. Now, these camp boys... They work for some of the security operatives at the border. That was what you noticed? Yes. Okay. Yes. Some of these boys, they are just mere tools, you know, that are used to be the link between whoever is at the border that wants to do one thing or the other and the security operatives. So once you get there, you find these Okada boys also mm. that are there that are eager. And all they want is for you to just give them money they will cross you over to the other side, regardless of whatever you are carrying. And between these Okada boys and these security officials, there's this understanding. In fact, some of them, they boast that you don't have anything to worry about. If, for instance, you are coming, maybe you don't have a passport or you are carrying something, you know, that you are thinking passing through with it may be a bit difficult for you and all that. They will give you all the assurance. All you need to do, just pay them, you know, money, 2000 3000 4000 They can cross you across the border. In and so, front of the security in operatives? In front of the security operatives. They have the understanding between the operatives. That's one thing that has been observed in that regard. So were you opportune to smuggle yourself in and out or smuggle something in and out? Yes. In fact, one of the security officials there actually took money from us for us to pass through you know, the border, actually escorted us. We approached them. We do not have uh, the required passport. In fact, we do not have the international passport, so we claim. Now, while we were passing through, we are not the only ones. Uh, You could also see people who are, you know, going in and out of the border with luggages on their head in the name of, oh, we are pedestrians, and so we do not need to go through this channel and all that. And they are carrying things on their head, covered up, you know, going to and from. So that was the kind of picture we saw what's, what's happening, you know, at the border. On the other side, when you said he took you people across, even without the passports, were you people accepted on the other side? It means other officials on the other side of the border are also guilty of this? Yes, because he was with us, because our own security official was with us, you know, and he, he went ahead and pleaded on our behalf and we were allowed to pass through. In fact, some people pay as low as 200 naira to pass through. 
Now, these products that are coming in and out of the country, were they at any point checked or or charged regular duty stamp as collected by customs? Were these checks done for any reason based on what you saw? Well, there was no such checks from what I saw. Uh, for the semi border, it's, it's still locked. That is not stopping anything from happening. You wouldn't see customs officials doing checks and all, and all of that. Goods are still moved in and out of the country. That was Ayuba Ilia, a broadcast journalist with Trust TV, who took a trip to the summer border. Daniel Ndukwe is a regular Nigerian who wanted to buy a car, but he didn't trust car dealers to order it for him. So he decided to go himself in the company of a car dealer all the way to Kotonu. What was his experience like? Um, it was quite the process because I'm based in Abuja, so I, I got into Lagos at first. Then from Lagos, I got to um, a place called Idiroko, a community of its own. It's like it's a town that shares the border between Nigeria and um, Kotonu. I'm getting there. The network is really poor, but it's like a whole different city out of, it's a whole different town out of your regular Nigerian cities and towns and communities. Getting across the border now was the funny part because in the morning I was with someone that, that knew the route so we went towards the border then we had to exit through a bush path using a bike then through the bush path we had about 12 or 13 checkpoints I won't really call them checkpoints per se but they were just like sticks that they put across the road and you get to a stop you make some payments 500 1000 naira I think continue to the next point. Who were the people manning this point? And it wasn't, it was a bush path, you said. And who were the people manning this point on the bush path? Yeah, just through a bush path. Yeah, the people manning the checkpoints, some were just men with normal, regular wares. And some of them were men on immigration uniforms that you get to see along those bush paths. You speak with them, they just come, you you meet them, you speak and you give them what you have. So I had someone I was going with, so he did the talking. He did, it was a regular face. I was just more like an escort. So after we got through and eventually we came out at the point where it was like we had gone sideways across the border, not going through the border. So by the time we came out, we found ourselves on the other side of the country. That's in Kotonu? In Kotonu now, yes. So this period, did you have an international passport? Were you being checked or anything? Funny enough, I carried my international passport and all documents just in case there was anything. But not once did I make use of any of them. I went through and I came out without being asked for my passport or my passport being checked. Like I said, maybe if I had gone through the border itself, maybe I would have been asked. But this was a bush pattern. It was very regular. There were other bikes and other people moving across the same bush paths. So it's not like it was some illegal thing. It was very regular. There were, there were men on uniform as well there that were just standing up. Okay, so how did you get back with the car? When I got there, I got the car I wanted and they have people that get to drive car to the borders. So they drive it towards the border, then they maneuver again to that bush path. So now, according to the information I got from them, they say they have to wait till it's night before they can move. And they have to be like in a convoy. Now they now they get to move in, in that convoy 
through the blue spot through the night once i was done with my purchase i went back into nigeria and i i came back to abuja and i got my car in about three days normally we're supposed to have custom duty stamp payment and all of that so was there any stamp duty whatsoever paid for this yes i made a payment that they acclaimed was the customs papers for Mm. the car obviously it's i don't know if it's a fake it's a pretty bulky document customs with all the card information on the custom papers and everything on it but i paid a certain amount for it through the same my contact that got me across the border while you wait did you see them smuggle or bring in anything into the country that shouldn't have been um this would be when i was in iduroko iduroko is a very unique town of its own there's no electricity in iduroko everybody runs on generators so when you're there you get to see a lot of little little smugglings of petrol across the border because there are also no petrol um, stations in the community they get to smuggle um rice when you get there you see there are these cars that have really high boots they said uh, and I saw it at the first, I was asking how you drive such cars on the road. They said, no, that's not how the car is. By the time they load them with almost 50 bags of rice or more to not balance out and they can move. So they get to smuggle rice into the country from there and just different things. That was Daniel Undukwe, a Nigerian who bought a car into the country through the supposedly closed borders. One striking point made by both Ayuba and Mr. Ndukwe is the fact that security agents were at one point or the other turning the other way or fully participating in this illicit activity. One of the roles of the Nigerian Customs Service is to check smuggling activities, collect revenue, that is import duties, taxes and levies, amongst others. With the rate of smuggling activities being carried out at the borders, what then is the NCS doing to check this? Bill Kisu Ahmed asked the National PRO Nigerian Customs Service, Joseph Atta. My reply is simple. If any person is privy to information about movement of goods that are unlawful, such people should help us by giving us that intelligence so that we can deal with it. Apart from that, every day we are working and every day we are making seizures, we are making arrests, and we are fighting smugglers. That blanket allegation cannot help us or help the nation. Okay, so what about cars? They said the customs officers themselves are aiding some goods being smuggled. What will you say about that? So you, so how will you just sit there and say these people are, are all bad? No, we're not saying all are bad. But if one and it's, it's part of the custom, if one is bad, that means hey, it's him. Tell us what tell us what happened between you and that that bad custom officer. What did you do? Did you bring wrong thing and he arrested you? Okay. And you bribe him? Please, let us know. Okay, sir, so we just want you to talk in a general term, not in a specific term. We do not have one specific custom officer that we can say, yes, he has smuggled this and that. But we want you as a PRO, custom PRO. What will you do if you find out that such customs are doing that? Well, if you have been following uh, customs, mm. especially under Kone Hamid Ibrahim Ali, retired whom everybody know we not tolerate any form of uh, corruption mm. if you have been following you know that the customs as presently constituted does not tolerate any act of indiscipline that is why in the past you hear those who are found guilty are dismissed or reduced in rank that was joseph atta the national PRO 
Nigerian Custom Services. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this episode and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on a short break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen in or download our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're talking about smuggling and its effect on the Nigerian economy. Our colleague who traveled to the Seme border spoke about the smuggling activities going on there. What exactly is smuggling and what is its effect on the Nigerian economy? Bill Kisu Ahmed speaks with an economic analyst. I am Dr. Ibrahim Mohamed Adam. I am the head of the Department of Economics and Development Studies, Federal University. Smuggling is simply illegal movement of goods and services, or even people and information, into or out of a particular country. And every country does that in order to protect the economy, in order to make sure that they shield the economy from the vulnerability of foreign countries. Now, you know, smuggling has parching negative effects on the economy. Mm. Uh, first and foremost, uh, every country, for you to have a healthy economy, you must have a balance. You must strike a balance between import and export. Okay. And I, what is desirable for a country is to have more export than import. Mm. That is to produce more goods domestically, so they will now satisfy the domestic market and export. When they export, they earn foreign exchange. So this is what every country desires. Mm. Now, if you allow importation of or smuggling of goods that are contraband into a country, they will actually, one, expose your import industries into unfair competition. And by doing that, your import industries will actually will begin to have a lot of issues, will collapse. Mm. And you see, if they are not functioning optimally, they could not, the import industries, that is the, interest you, the industries you have, the businesses you have in the country, mm. they will not prosper. And you need to have these companies, this industry in your country to produce as much as possible so that it will now boost the GDP, the gross domestic product of the country, okay. which is the, a major indicator of economic growth. So if these import countries are exposed to unfair competition by smuggling goods into the country, then they will actually affect them negatively and it will affect your GDP. Ultimately, it will now slow the rate of economic growth in that country. 
Okay, sir, but the, the competition, is it not a good competition for other goods to be in your economy? Competition competition within the country is good. Okay, that is okay a, within? Among industries within the countries. Okay. But if, yes, if you allow, for instance, in Nigeria, you allow some, you know, China, they have uh, lower unit costs because of the level of their development. Mm. They have power and so many things. So the cost of production is cheaper to them. And if you allow their goods to flood our markets here, especially those contraband goods, then their prices will be lower than even the, the cost of production, the unit cost of production of our local products in the country. So meaning that our industries at home here cannot survive because they cannot actually continue to produce and incur loss and they continue in business. They will not. What yes. should the government do different to stop yes. smuggling into the Absol- country? Yes, importantly, the government should make sure that our borders are fortified. The way we are, our borders are still porous. That is one. Secondly, the government must accelerate its efforts toward uh, supporting our local industries. They must give all the necessary intervention for them so that they increase their capacity to produce locally and optimally. Smuggling is very, very detrimental to the survival of every economy, uh, in particular our Nigerian economy. That was Dr. Ibrahim Mohamed Adam, an economic analyst. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprouts.com. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola. You can listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn radio if you have questions or comment or intend to sponsor an episode of nigeria daily let us know on our social media handles on twitter and instagram at daily underscore trust and on facebook at daily trust you can also send us a message via whatsapp on 0913-893-3390 i am lilian ogazi thank you for listening and bye for now